1 Peter chapter 2, starting at verse 1, which can be found on page 1218 of the Church Bibles. Therefore, rid yourselves of all malice and all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander of every kind. Like newborn babies crave pure spiritual milk, so that by you it may grow up in your salvation, now that you have tasted that the Lord is good. As you come to him, the living stone, rejected by humans but chosen by God, and precious to him, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For in scripture it says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone, and the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. Now to you who believe this stone is precious, but to those who do not believe, the stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone, and a stone that causes people to stumble and a rock that makes them fall. They stumble because they disobey the message, which is also what they were destined for. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Great, thanks, Abby, very much. We're going to be looking just at that last verse. It may seem a bit strange we stopped at verse 9 there, uh, but verse 9 is what we're looking at now. So uh, can you keep your Bibles open? Page 1218, it's our verse for the year. Uh, it'd be great if we could say it together. So if you've got your Bible there, do join me now. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession. We'll stop there, okay? That's what we're going to be looking at this morning. Let's pray and ask God to help us to understand the Bible. Uh, Father, thank you that you've uh, inspired this to be written. And we pray that by your Spirit, you would help us to understand your word together this morning. For Jesus' sake. Amen. Now, when I um, go to uh, go and pick someone up from the airport, I don't know, maybe it's just me. Sure, can you um, click go on the PowerPoint for us? Um, and maybe it's just me, but I'm, I, uh, I see guys at uh, Heathrow very often who are dressed in black. They've got a white shirt. There's no tie. Uh, their trousers, to my mind, are uh, just a little bit too short, really. And uh, they wear a hat and glasses. And their hair is very unusual because they have long bits down the front. And, of course, I'm talking about... Orthodox Jews. And uh, I've got great admiration for these guys because, uh, uh, you know, they, they, they were always dressed like that. They believe that that's what they ought to do. And uh, they're not afraid and they're very proud, I guess, to be, uh, to be uh, Jewish people of uh, the Orthodox variety. Now, I want to say we are uh, very uh, different people as well. Christian people are different because of what God has made us, but because of what God has done in our lives. If you're a Christian, God has made you different. In fact, this morning we're going to be seeing that uh, we're not just different, 
but we're special as well. We're different, we're special. And it's really important for us to see that we're special, not because of anything that we have done, but we're simply different and special, and it's all because of what God has done in our lives. And we're looking at verse 9 there, and there you can see how we're different and how we're very special. Nothing to do with anything that we've poured into it or anything that we've done, but this is us. Let's say it together again now. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession. Now, uh, we're doing this because it's one, part of one of our wildly important goals for this year. So, you're given one of those cards, and you can see there that we've got three wildly important goals, or W-I-G, wildly important goals. That's why, if you're with people who, uh, where you all are aware, you could call them a wig, but if there's anyone around who we don't, uh, who doesn't know, we're calling them wildly important goals, okay? And there are three things. First of all, the home where we belong. Second goal for 2018, uh, people, people eager to tell the gospel. And the third one, a church that communicates well. And we're, doing, we're taking this verse because it's about belonging. And what we want is for, as a church here to be a church where it's a home where we belong. The important thing, though, is, as it says, the last little description there of us, we'll get that's the fourth one, it says, God's special possession. We belong to God. As God's people, we belong to God. And you know, the three most important words that are there uh, in that verse, just at the beginning, those three most important words are these. But you are. So he's talking about God's people. He's talking to a whole group of different Christians all over the show. And he's saying, but you are. Ah, this is what you're like. This is what you are like. So when we, when we look at each other on a Sunday morning and say, but you are, this is us. This is describing us, okay? It's Christian people. This is what we are like, all right? So I can look out at you and you can say, and I can say, you are a chosen people. You are. All together, this is talking about us as a group of people. You're a royal priesthood. You're a holy nation. You are God's special possession. So we're going to look at these now. We're going to look at two now, and uh, we're going to have a little break and do something else. And the first one, we're going to sing and say the creed together. And the first one is to say this. You are a chosen people. Or if you've got the really old Bible, it says you are a chosen generation. And it's good to be chosen, isn't it? We like to be chosen. So, uh, for instance, you know, if they're uh, choosing people for a sports team, you know, it's great. if someone says, I want you to be on my team, it's great to be chosen, isn't it? Or maybe uh, uh, good if you're in the school play, it's good to be chosen for a part in the school play. I was once a mermaid, chosen to be a mermaid in our school play when I was at primary school. And we got an encore. But at that time, I'd thrown the wig off and we couldn't find it. But anyway, never mind about that. But it's, um, it's good to be chosen. Or it's good to be chosen uh, as a member the school choir, isn't it? It's good to be chosen. And it, uh, and it feels good. Or, for instance, you know, if a friend of yours is getting married and you're a girl, you may well ask to be, ask to be a bridesmaid. Or, if your best mate's getting married and he's a bloke, you may, may well be asked to be his best man. I think the guy on the right there is the guy who's getting married. Then he's got a waistcoat on and uh, he's looking a bit nervous. And, uh, but it's, uh, it's really great, isn't it, when you're asked to do things like that. Or, 
if you get a job, if you land a job. And, it's, and, and you know, there are other people who have been interviewed as well, but they say, we want you. It's good to be chosen. But there's a difference here. Because when God, with all those things there, you're chosen for a sports team, the school choir, in the play, you're chosen to be a bridesmaid or a best man or a job or whatever, and there's a reason for it. Maybe you know the person, maybe it's your brother getting married, uh, you know, maybe you're a good footballer or whatever it is. But for us, when God chooses us, we have no idea whatsoever why he's chosen us. There's nothing in us that we can say, well, of course he's chosen me because I'm six foot one or something. That's silly, isn't it? God hasn't chosen us that. He chose us for some reason, but we've got no idea why. But we do know that he has because he loves us. And he's chosen us. In some past eternity, God chose who he wanted to be his own. And that's deeply humbling And it is no reason for pride on our part whatsoever. We're different, we're special, but it's not because of anything that we have done. Second thing, we're a royal priesthood. You are a royal priesthood. I am this morning looking at a royal priesthood. And, uh, uh, not, uh, and actually you're looking a part, a part of a royal priesthood when you look at me. Not because I'm a vicar, nothing to do with being a vicar at all. Um, uh, but the thing is, you see, people are very good in thinking that we need some kind of go-between between us and God. So people are very good at thinking that, uh, well, here I am, and God is way up there or whatever, and I can't get to God. So therefore I need some kind of go-between, some link person. Now, for instance, who's that? Chris Hooten, okay, he's a Brighton Hove manager. Now, if you turned up at the training ground in Lansing, you said, morning, I'd like to see Chris Hooten. Um, they wouldn't, uh, you know, the, uh, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't get to see him straight away, would you? You need an appointment, you need to see his PA, you need to go through people, you need a go-between to get to talk to Chris Hooten. And uh, you probably wouldn't get a chance to do that anyway. But actually with us, when we say, I need to get in touch with God, then you think, well, I must have a, a, a sort of a vicar or a, a priest-type person to, in order to help me get in touch with God. Or I might even need the Pope to help me get in touch with God. Or, for instance, I need Mary, Jesus' mum there, to help me get in touch with God. But actually, we don't need anything like that because we are a royal priesthood. We are the connection with God. We are our own way of getting in touch with God because God has put his spirit in our hearts and in our lives. And we have, um, if you like, a hotline to God, direct We don't need anyone to help us because Jesus has already helped us to get in touch with God. Do you remember the 2012 Olympics and the opening ceremony? I just loved this. There we are. I don't know about you, but uh, we were watching it as a family. And, uh, uh, and the James Bond was there, and then he uh, uh, going into Buckingham Palace and so on. And, uh, and then when he walked in and uh, <clears throat> the Queen was sitting at her desk, I thought, is it? No, it can't be. No, it, it, I think it is. And it really was. It really was the Queen. And he went straight in, in there and, uh, and he had to cough, didn't he, and so on. And then the Queen went with him and so on. And apparently she really wanted to be involved in that little uh, uh, film clip. Absolutely brilliant, wonderful way for the opening ceremony at the Olympics. And uh, you see there, James Bond, uh, Daniel Craig there, he has direct access to royalty. But our royalty isn't just our queen, wonderful though I think she is, uh, but we have 
a royalty who is the king of every country, the Lord Jesus Christ. And we can talk to him whenever we like and, we're, uh, uh, and we can be with him. And we're different, we're special, not because of anything we've done, but because we have access to royalty, the king of kings. We are a royal priesthood. We are the ones who have access to royalty, our great king of kings. So those are the first two. Uh, in 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 9, we're a chosen people, not because of anything we've done at all. We're a royal priesthood, which means we have access to the greatest and the most wonderful royalty ever in our great God and our great King. You're going to to find out more about the other two in just a minute. I hope you've got your Bible still, and it's 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. Let's say that together if you've got it open. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession. And uh, Tim will be doing the second half of that verse this evening. So do come back for that. Just now, we're going to look at those second two, or the uh, the third and the fourth ones there. A holy nation and God's special possession. So, uh, um, seem to have lost the uh, PowerPoint, Stuart. Can we bang it on again? There we are. Okay, a royal priesthood. And now it's not going forward. Hooray! (laughs) We never get this sorted quite, do we? It seems to jam. So can we turn it off and start again or something? I'll just carry on talking. Okay. Now, when you think of, uh, of, of, of a holy person or a holy people, I don't know about you, but uh, sometimes I think of someone sitting cross-legged in the desert or just uh, not wearing very much, you know, because uh, just a loincloth or something. Or, uh, or I think of someone who's a bit kind of otherworldly and so on. And, uh, but that's actually not holiness as we... Um, oh, here we are, I think. So uh, here we are. There we are. Um, so there we are, we're different, we're special, and uh, we are a holy nation, okay? Now, uh, so as I was saying, the next slide is just, uh, you might think of someone like that being holy, or you might think of someone like that being holy, and perhaps a, a, maybe he's a Greek Orthodox minister. But actually, the Bible says, when we're thinking about uh, of, of what holiness is, it says, we are a holy nation. That's how God sees us. Now, we recognize that we're not always very holy people. We don't always live very good lives. I don't, you don't, you know that, I know that, that's the way it is. But we are seen as holy because that's how God sees us. Because Jesus died for us so that we can swap our sinfulness for his holiness, for his goodness. And, uh, and, that's, how, uh, and that's how God sees us. And that's what we are as God's people. And we rejoice in that because he sees us as a holy nation. It's not, he's not having the wool pulled over his eyes, but actually he sees us as a holy nation, as a group of people who he sees as holy because we're his, because Jesus died for us. We're different, we're special, we're not the same as the world around us because we've accepted Jesus' offer of forgiveness and we are here meeting together and God sees us as a holy nation. Not because of anything that we have done. It is just how God sees us. And we rejoice in that because it means we're accepted by him. We are his And then I want to spend a little bit longer on this final one, God's special possession. 
Because I think this is, this is one where it really focuses in and helps us to see about this thing about belonging. It says here, God's special possession. But if you've got the, um, you know, we replaced our church Bibles a little while back. The old church Bible said this. Uh, it, tra- it says, uh, you are a people belonging to God. Or if you've got the English Standard Version, it says, a people for his own possession. Or if you've got the old V and Thou Bible, the authorized version, I think this is great. It says, a peculiar people. So there we are. Now, uh, most toddlers have uh, a special little uh, um, cuddly toy or something, don't they? And uh, I remember once when, we, uh, when our children were young, they, um, um, I, went, I went into the HSBC bank in Southam in Warwickshire. Uh, and I had one of our children, it must have been, uh, I imagine it was probably Catherine uh, Cat with me at the time. And uh, she, dro- she had a, a sort of, a, a, we called it a, a raggy, and uh, just a bit of uh, uh, old blanket, kind of, uh, which wasn't very much left, basically. But she dropped it. And uh, when I got home, didn't realize she dropped it, and uh, then uh, got home, couldn't find it anywhere. And I thought, oh, I know where it is. It's in the Midland Bank in Southam. And, uh, uh, and so I went back to the bank. And, uh, uh, and I said, uh, this might seem slightly strange, but have you got a bit of a, a sort of a corner of an old cot blanket here? And uh, they said, oh, yes, we thought this was rather important. So, and they brought it out from behind, you know, the, the, the uh, cashier behind. The, so they brought out this rather grubby kind of old bit of a cot bank blanket. And, uh, uh, and, you know, but it's those things. Anyone's a mum or a dad, you know that if you lose it, you're really in big trouble, aren't you? So I was very glad for HSBC and their customer service on that particular day. Now, the thing is, most toddlers have a favourite, uh, whether it's a, a corner of an old cot blanket or whatever it is. And, uh, and if they lose it, or if you say, uh, go to, well, can I have a look and so on, or if you decide to put it somewhere else, they're almost guaranteed to say, no, mine, if they're old enough to say, mine, mine. And they're saying, my special possession. They're saying, uh, this, is, uh, this is my peculiar thing in uh, the language of the old authorised version. It's saying that this little uh, bunny or, uh, uh, or this little bit of blanket or whatever it is, this belongs to me. And actually, you know, when God looks at us as his people, he looks at us this morning, and do you know what he says? Mine. Mine. God's special possession. So that means that we can say, as God's people together this morning, we belong to God. God says, mine. Sounds a bit arrogant, doesn't it? To say, we belong to God. But it's not because of anything that we have done. We have not earned this in any way. But we simply, wonderfully, extraordinarily say, We are God's special possession. Special to God. Not because of anything that we've done, but God just simply looks at you, looks at me, looks at actually what this is saying, us, and says, mine. And any grouping of Christian people, actually Christian people from around the world, he looks at the world and all Christian people who have ever lived on this planet, and he says, mine. And I hope that makes you feel good. I hope, it makes that, I hope that makes you feel cherished. I hope it makes you feel loved and humble. And I hope it warms your heart. And I hope you want to praise God for this, that God can, will simply say, for all these things, you 
Bishop Annington Church, the group of people, the bunch of Christian people meeting here this morning, you're a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, and you're my special possession. It makes you think, I belong. I belong to God. And I belong to a little local group of God's people which in here we call Bishop Hannington Church. And I hope that makes you think, and because I belong to God, and because I belong to a little group of people who are God's people here, I hope it makes you think, actually, that's rather important, and that's rather good. And I rather want to be here. I want to meet with this group of people where I belong, Sunday by Sunday by Sunday. And I want to do things to get involved. It, it's interesting. If you, um, there are these things by the doors. Wildly Important Goals 2018. We produced one of these cards for last year. We've got one of these cards for this year. And uh, under the first one, a home where we belong, uh, there are five little things here giving a few more details about what we want to do. And so I hope the fact that you think, well, actually, we've seen that I belong to God. God says mine. That actually there are things here that we can, we can do in order to help us feel more part of the, of, the, of the church family here. So we want to help one another serve God uh, a bit better here, uh, whether it's clicking at the back or uh, uh, helping with the PA or whether it's with kids' groups or being part of a small group or whatever. Um, we want to... Uh, uh, I, I love our welcome, and uh, the welcome I get when I come over on a Sunday morning, I think it's brilliant. We want to go one more step beyond that to help people to get really involved and integrated and taking on uh, sort of ownership and so on here. We want to work on our hospitality as a church and so on. So there are lots of things, lots of things we can be involved with. And, uh, <clears throat> and I hope you'll, you'll be thinking and saying, well, you know, th- this, is, this, is, this is my church. Here I am. I belong. This is my church. And I want to uh, be involved, I want support, I want to serve, I want to give, uh, and uh, I want to learn and grow more. Uh, and I want to love Jesus more uh, and walk with him uh, more this year. And this church is going to help me do that. <clears throat> Maybe this morning you're not yet a Christian. And uh, um, can I say, we love you being here. And there are fantastic opportunities, perhaps especially over the coming few weeks of these uh, Alpha courses we're getting going, just four weeks to find out a little bit more about uh, Jesus and what it means to be a Christian. Do ask more about those. So this morning, we're different, we're special. We're different, we're special. Not because of anything we've done, but just because of what God says. If you're a Christian, you're part of a worldwide family of God, and it's got a little local expression here that's called Bishop Hannington Church. And this says, you are, but you are. Can't change it. This is the fact. This is the truth. This is what we are. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, access to God a holy nation and a people belonging to God, God's special possession. God looks at us today and he says, Bishop Hannington Church, mine.